Hello and welcome to A Slate of Affairs, a space for critical conversations about pop culture and politics lived and in color by Black and Brown voices. Now, in the spirit of 2020, this year has been horrific, terrifying, unnerving, and bone-chilling at times, which sounds just like the holiday that many of us will be celebrating very shortly. So in honor of the girls and the ghosts, let's talk all things Halloween. But first, let's get into what's happening. In a world filled with negative Nancys, we strive to be a positive podcast. And our segment, that's called What's Happening, where we highlight the happy in the headlines. So, Daniel, sir, what's happening with you this week? What's making me happy is not necessarily something in particular. Um, it's more so like like what's been happening in my own life. Okay. So the other day I was uh, walking to drop off my ballot at a ballot box. Um, and mind you, I don't take too many walks outside of the house because a boy is lazy. Um, <laughs> but I did pass a woman who was uh, walking her child in a stroller. And of course, babies don't necessarily need to wear masks, um, you know, really young ones. So uh, I waved at the baby uh, as I was passing by. Now, I want to disclose I'm not too fond of children, and that's primarily because they intimidate me. Because they're the same size as you. <laughs> they're the same, the exact size as me. But I waved hi to the child, and uh, th they were a little, you know, off-put and a little frightened. And then I realized I had my mask on. And so I thought to myself, what – like, what are the kids seeing? Like, in their eyes, like, what this world full of just like masked faces. And then today at work, a uh, woman was holding her child who didn't have a mask on because they were little. And then another woman came in whose child was just a little bit older and she was holding her hand. And they were just so enamored of each other, uh, seeing like each other's faces. And then the mom had said to the other mom, Yeah, she hasn't seen another baby yet. And so mm -hmm. it just kind of, it baffled me because these babies are looking at each other and smiling. And <laughs> when I thought about it, I said, these are probably the first faces that they are actually seeing because everybody else on the street has masks on. Um, I will say I love the little kids that have masks. Like, it's just so cute because like... <laughs> I'm also not someone who's like the most fond of children. Mm -hmm. Every time I see those little kids running around with those little masks, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. Here's the thing. I feel like whenever I do see a mask on a kid, right, it takes it to a new level for me because kids are already like so savage in regards to like, I'm going to stare you down. And even when I look at you, I'm not going to look away. I'm going to keep staring your ass down, right? <laughs> the side eye is so real for a child. And I feel like with the mask on, that adds a whole new like, barrier oh, for them yeah. where it's just like i am going to sit in my like shade and stare you down with this mask and like just have zero reservations about it again children are significantly intimidating at least to me but tatiana what's happening with you this week so we all know that we here at Slate of Affairs love a good kiki. And this week, that kiki comes in the form of Kiana Lede, who released the deluxe version of her album, Kiki. Uh, first, we just have not, and I think we need to take a moment to appreciate the album, like before the deluxe. Because that shit was so good. And like, in terms of this podcast, like that album was for me because I am the only one here that is a single queen. You know the <laughs> vibes. <laughs> and that's like what this album is about. But then she comes out with the deluxe. Mm 
And it was like, oh my God. There's one chocolate, which is on the original with her mm-hmm. and Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. And then they redo like a different version of it for the deluxe. And I didn't think I could like the song more, but I do. Just like everything about it, I was like, I am in love. Honey, let me tell you, like, <laughs> Kiana Leday, and let me not even act brand new because I was sleeping on her for a moment, right? And fortunately, I have a boo who, you know, when I'm slipping a little bit, he catches me. And so he put me on to Kiana. Honestly, I'm going to be real. Like, I've been listening to Kiana Leday, but when this right. album dropped, it dropped around the same time as, like, Kehlani's album, Janae yeah. Aiko, Tiana Taylor. So I just kind of feel like, it was I was listening to a lot of new music that I didn't like jump to listen to it right away. And I was mm-hmm. so slept on when I finally got to it. I was like, what was I doing? I mean, she is a whole vibe. I love her. Daniel, don't ask who she is. Don't even ask. I literally was Googling it while you were speaking. Um, and I followed her on Instagram, so I don't want any shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just going to be like his owl now. But wait, what's happening with you this week? Um, I'm going to be real honest with y'all. What's happening is the preliminary early voting that is taking place across the country. Like Daniel said, he walked his little ass to the voting booth (laughs) and turned in his ballot. I just love to see it. We are literally doing like unprecedented numbers across all boards, black and brown people showing up and doing what they need to do so that we can uh, keep our democracy intact. But as always, you know, your boy is stubborn. And if it's Black excellence one week, then it's certainly got to be Black excellence another week. And with that being said, this time around, it's uh, Black Girl Magic. I don't know if y'all know who Tiffany Pollard is. Okay, okay. New York. Daniel. The thing is, is like Tiffany New York Pollard literally... She carves out the mold for reality television. There would be no reality television without New York. Yes. Absolutely. And the queen is returning to the screen to grace us one more time. Um, She is doing, what is this, her third time around on I Love New York. But, you know, she's trying to find her forever, man. It debuts uh, November 23rd on VH1. I Love New York. Everybody tune in. Again, a lot of you reality ho bitches, y'all are forever indebted to her, whether you know it or not, because New York laid the blueprint uh, for all of y'all. Period. Wait, hold on. So this is this is true tea. This is happening. Yeah, no, this is really happening. This is not a test. No, like, this is a fact. No, no, oh, no. I am so excited for this. Y'all catch me in the new year because I'm going to binge this. I'm hey. telling you, like, oh, I'm so excited. I love me some New York. Like, the bitch uh, has never missed. Oh, so good. We stand a queen. There is another dimension beyond that which is known to us. It is the middle ground between fright and shadow, between science and superstition. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call slate and some scares. The year is 2020, the month that of March. The brimstone-like blazes in the outback have come to an ember and the United States has narrowly avoided nuclear war. You're on your way home from work, exhausted. You should go to the market. You haven't been since February. You need the necessities. 
You can't binge Tiger King without Ben and Jerry's. Procrastination sets in. You miss the exit, but you'll do it tomorrow. You wake the following day to the news of lockdown. That virus was serious. Weeks pass and the walls feel like they're closing in. You reach for a roll of toilet paper. Your heart begins to drop as you realize there is none. A virus, a microbe, a germ, a sickness unimaginable, highly contagious and deadly in its effects. Don't look for it just in Florida. Look for it all over the goddamn country. Winter is coming. Everything is awful. Daniel, the Senate Daniel, is a Daniel, sham. Daniel, I mean, Daniel. the debates are over. Thank God for that. But Daniel, you're really, you're going somewhere. I'm going to oh. need you to come back. I'm going to need you to bring it back. I mean, I felt like we were in like a Scientology building and that was I don't know where we are. Um, that was a lot. We're not okay. at State of Affairs right now. Ooh. All right. Wow. Okay, I'll turn it down. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. And it will probably be very different than what you're used to. Halloween, as everyone knows this year, is canceled as we know it. And we are here to give you maybe some different ideas to enjoy the holiday. My recommendation, probably stay home and watch some scary movies. So, Tatiana, what's your favorite scary movie? I'm not even going to, like, play with you guys. I just, I'm not the biggest fan of scary movies. And I'm going to tell you why, right? Because my father traumatized me as a child. When I was growing up, it, I lived in Utah. And um, Elizabeth Smart was kidnapped, right? from her home and this was like a huge thing and this was in the city that i lived in right oh, and so like my like six-year-old self i was like well my ass is gonna get kidnapped out of my bed so i was like always afraid that i was gonna get kidnapped and then like fast forward a couple years later i'm living in california and my father is um a district attorney for the special victims unit and he's working like child sex crimes and so my dad would like constantly be sitting me down and he's like if anyone ever does anything inappropriate to you you tell me right away so like i have this like i grew up with this very very strong fear of like being kidnapped and like never being able to come home okay so this episode was supposed to be lighter (laughs) so i like did not watch scary movies for the longest time because i was like nope nope i'm already scared of life as it is with that being said so done i love horror thrasher films so like all of the screams i live for because i'm not like scared it's like scary but i'm not like gonna go to bed at night afraid to go to sleep you say so, thrasher uh, or slasher <laughs> that's what i meant slasher. <laughs> that's the new genre though the new genre. It's that's really, the new genre that's the sponsored by the clothing <laughs> line so i will say that like i feel like it's maybe basic to say this but my favorite scary movie is scream and the first one okay and trick question though what was like the best death in the first scream uh, Drew Barrymore, don't yeah. play. Ding, ding, ding. But Blake, what about you? What's your favorite scary movie? Um, I don't. Okay, so I have one older sister. She's ten years older than me. So, like, when her ass was in high school, I clearly was still a teeny bopper. And so, I was watching shit that I definitely should not have been watching. Um, all the Halloweens, you know what I mean? But I feel like the most classic for me is Halloween H two O. But I just feel like. I don't know, as a little gay black boy watching it, like the theatrics of it all really spoke to my spirit. And, um, girl, you talking about Halloween HDO with, uh, Tyra Banks? Honey, (laughs) so Tyra was most definitely in it. I'm gonna give you credit for that. 
but she was not in H2O. Uh, she was in... Wait, which was the other Halloween then? It was a Halloween... It was Halloween. Oh, God. No, and, and Buster Rhymes was in it, too. I know who Buster Rhymes is. You know who Buster Rhymes is? Yes, because he was just on The Masked Singer. Oh, so, oh look, okay. That's right. how he knows him. I'm going to take it. I feel like, Tata, we may have to fact check that. Was Buster really on I'm The Masked Singer? Yes, he was. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, honestly, um, okay. all the Halloween movies are amazing. He was in Halloween Resurrection. 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 They did, like, reality oh, television, like, of Halloween. Yes. What about you, Daniel? What's your favorite Halloween movie? So I uh, definitely go old school. So one of my favorite scary movies is Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby is a oh. 1960s movie um, starring Mia Farrow. Um, essentially, she is a pregnant woman that moves into a New York apartment, um, and her husband is a lawyer. Uh, and then she essentially is beginning to believe that her neighbors are Satanist witches who are attempting to kidnap her baby. Um, really what it does is it plays into the fear of trust. So the idea that you cannot trust anybody, even including your own loved one. So uh, I won't spoil it for you, but I will say it is one of the <laughs> best horror movies of all time. Uh, where can I stream that? You could stream that on <laughs> Amazon for three ninety nine. Fork out the money, y'all. Hey, that's four dollars <laughs> that you wouldn't be spending on a costume this year that you can mm. use for the movie. Okay, so I'm curious, um, childhood or adulthood, like what was your guys' favorite <laughs> costume that you guys ever dressed up as? Because when I tell you mine, y'all gonna be shook, but I need to hear y'all's. Okay, I'm gonna say mine because mine is gonna be very quick and I'm gonna live vicariously through both of y'all right now. Because again, as a little gay black boy growing up, my ass wanted to be fucking Beyonce. I wanted to be, you know, like Peach or Daisy from Mario's World. I wanted to be something that your boy oh just could not dress up as. My mama wouldn't let me. So I feel like I didn't have a favorite costume. Oh. Well, I mean, you, you can vicariously live through yourself now. Post up in a Princess Peach outfit on your couch this year. I dare you. <laughs> we will post it on the gram. <laughs> I may take you up on that. Uh, come on. Together. Let me hop on Amazon really quick and see if they got something Peach. Uh, $20 tops. I guarantee it. Um, <laughs> so I will say, like, I can't really think of my favorite costume as a kid. I probably do Halloween better as an adult. You um, do I, do Halloween pretty well. Yeah, I feel like I've because my parents always came from the the time and space where it's just like you you build or you make your own costumes. Like we don't mm -hmm. buy costumes. Uh, some of the costumes that I could think of off the top of my head, I was like a mariachi. I liked uh, that one. Then like I had the thank you. I had the entire uh, costume stoned by my friend Diva Dean, who's a drag queen uh, in the Inland Empire, and then all over SoCal as well. Um, she stoned it for me. It was great. I won $200 at a costume contest uh, for that. Oh my and God, then, you better get a custom that he was able to use to pay Diva Dean for making for, the for Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was, oh, I'm trying to think of the other ones. I was also, oh, Super I Mario. SM Super oh. Mario at one point. Wait, I need um, to see pictures of that. Yeah, Daniel does Halloween like really well. Yeah, and so I was I was a little bummed this year. And as much as I would love to, you know, hop on my couch as uh, S and M Daisy from Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> um, I don't think that's going to happen. But I will say the costume that I was going to do this year, and bear with me, what I was going to do was <laughs> Ben Stiller's character from Dodgeball. Ah, oh! this year. 
Um, just do the I'm stash so and like the like you know the the gym like dodgeball. I was gonna do that this year, but unfortunately, wait, wait, honey. But if I can do peach on the couch, then you can do Ben Stiller dodgeball on the couch because we have a week and I don't have time to get that together. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will be an average Joe. <laughs> but what about you, Tatiana? Okay, so um, I don't know, like anybody who listening to this that would one day like to meet my mother, you really should because like my mom is not a regular mom. She's a cool mom. And so one year for Halloween, I wanted to be this and this would have been my favorite, but it didn't work out because I wanted to be Foxy Cleopatra because she's a whole lot of woman and (laughs) from Austin Powers and Gold Member played by Beyonce. And I swear my mom took me to like several costume shops but they just don't make that costume for an eight-year-old <laughs> <laughs> oh and so it did not matter like how many like how many places my mom took me they're like we eight-year-olds don't dress up like that and she's like what do you mean because my shining moment was when i was two years old because i was for halloween do not play me i was a genie in the bottle baby hey. i had oh, a whole gosh. little thing i look i looked i mean christina aguilera could not touch me wait tati what grade i was like two or three years old you yes. better show up and show out okay. no, don't blame me i had that mid-drift, i had that midriff showing okay my i need pictures of this i'll send it my little two three-year-old ass in freaking utah going trick-or-treating like give me my candy bitch with my little belly button showing and everything i had oh like, my god with a long blonde wig coming out of it look my mom did not play no games she was like she my daughter's gonna- <laughs> yes my Talk mom my mom's like my daughter gonna show up and show out for halloween i know yeah. y'all out there are thinking it and i have to say it how were you talking about you were scared to go around in utah <laughs> as a little girl but yet you had on this two-piece talking about i was just out perusing the streets like that um but i know we did talk of candy and i mean one of the things is y'all if you're going to be inside watching scary movies you have to binge candy however we're going to play the game that twitter was playing um one candy has got to go so i'm going to name four Uh and one of these candies has to go okay ready Mm -hmm. reese's snickers butterfinger and then let's do another chocolate one. Tootsie Kit Roll. Kat. Oh. And Tootsie Kit Roll. Okay, we getting rid of Tootsie Roll. Let's let's okay, not play the game. <laughs> okay, then we getting rid of Kit Kat. <laughs> You're gonna make Kit Kat? Let me tell you what we're not gonna get rid of. We're not gonna get rid of Reese's peanut butter cups. That is the candy. Yeah, the that is. Elite chocolate candy is Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay. I don't know. Snickers, Blake doesn't look like he's into Snickers, it. That shit pops. Oh. Butterfingers, pop them butterfingers in a freezer and then eat them an hour later. Tell me I didn't put you on. Oh, I mean, listen, maybe I speak for myself, but I just feel like when you dipped in chocolate like I am, you ain't gotta eat. <laughs> Nothing you don't else. like chocolate like that? I don't like chocolate like that. Your boy is like a, a jelly candy, sour things, um, Twizzlers. Yeah. I like shit yeah. like that. I like sour candy. Okay, I'm, which one are you getting rid of, Daniel? So I will say, and I don't want any hate for this. I'm legitimately like slightly allergic to chocolate. So I get like pretty like bad headaches when I eat chocolate. So I need something to kind of like mask the taste of it. Um, so, which is why I always go for Reese's because peanut butter is really overpowering with the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, honestly, you could like scrap the other three and just give me Reese's. I'm telling you, Reese's is the move. Like, Reese's is the candy. There's always like the one or two houses on the block that gave out like full 
sized candy bars mm-hmm. and or like full Skittles or Starburst or whatever. I just wanted to like show some appreciation to them because you guys were really doing it for us. I can tell you all didn't have kids because <laughs> no one who has kids of their own wouldn't be doing that. But okay. Do you guys remember when it was like a thing when you would go trick-or-treating and then people would give away like coupons to get a frosty from Wendy's? Wait. No, what? Honey, where were you going trick-or-treating? Girl. I cannot tell you how many coupons for Wendy's frosties. Like, I don't want this. Okay, I don't know. So Utah no is a little hood. <laughs> no shade, but that sounds a little hood, honey. To be giving out coupons for a freak frosty. Y'all have, I, where have y'all been trick-or-treating? I need to go to y'all's neighborhoods because I was getting coupons for Frosties that I was never going to redeem. That's just as bad as getting like an apple or like floss. Or candy corn. Okay, don't do that because we can stop this episode right now. But and start swinging. Why do you eat candy corn? Candy corn is like legendary. <laughs> I feel like all the candy owes candy corn for putting them on, you guys. This okay. is the OG of Halloween. No, there would okay. not be Halloween if there was no candy corn. We're we not going to have this discussion. We can respect the art without respecting the artist okay, here. I need, <laughs> no, no. I need y'all to break it down. What don't you like? What is the bad part about, about candy corn? Easier question. What do you good. like about yes, candy exactly. corn? Exactly. What mean, do you like about okay, it? Okay, so first off, the texture, right? Like you no. bite into it and it no. does not all this other bootleg ass candy fucking like it like dissipates. Don't tell me Name names. Don't tell me Name names. Because I feel like if you like the texture Honey. of candy corn, you're eating dots. Absolutely and dots is right. Oh, there. My, oh my god. god. Dots no. right outside. No, what is this? You know what? I'm just so happy that when this episode airs, like all of the hate that I've been getting for 16 (laughs) episodes will now enter Blake's DMs. I'm I'm so shook. Dots and candy corn. That's what you're having at your... Don't invite me to your Halloween like, party next year. <laughs> or any so birthday fun. party. If you if I bust up a pinata and there's dots that come out of it, like I'm, I'm so disappointed. Someone's catching hands. <laughs> Who don't eat dots? They colorful, they're beautiful, they taste good. So bad. They're so bad. Y'all are fraudulent. And Daniel, I feel like dots being as colorful and vibrant and representing everything of the rainbow, me and you should be tearing up dots. Sir. Okay. Dots like <laughs> dots are the Pete Buttigieg of candy. Yes. Yes. That's what that is. Yes. (laughs) So another option that we have for you guys. I mean, this has been happening. I've been seeing it all over Instagram. Uh, I know that few years before, like I've gone to like Hollywood horror nights, things like that. Um, but now they're doing drive-through horror mazes. My only concern is, bitch, what if I put my foot on the gas? Like, what if I get so scared and I put my foot on the gas? Look, I drive a stick shift. I'll be stalling out way too much if you scare me. So I'm not taking my car. Yeah. Tati, you can't. No, yeah. we can't do your car. Tatiana, props for you being able to drive a, a stick shift. I can't do that. Like, I can't drive <laughs> in general. Bit, bit. Anytime like uh, a man finds out that I drive a stick shift, they're like, oh, you drive stick? And I'm like, yes, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Straight friend. I love it. Okay. Friend. So I, I have a question. Of all of the like scary movies that have been remade. Oh. Which one is y'all's favorite remake? remake? I, I love the new it, it movies. I yeah. love the new it movies. 
You yeah. didn't like them, Daniel? So I watched the first one. Um, I watched the first one, and I thought it was really awesome. I thought, like, front to back, just great. Um, but I haven't watched the second one primarily because, um, and I guess this is a little bit more serious than what we're doing right now, but I haven't watched the second one specifically because of one scene. Um, there is a, a gay bashing scene that is very violent that I just don't want to bring myself to watch. Hands down, like, nothing is scarier than real life. And when you can envision yourself in that position, it's just too hard to watch. And like, I do, like I would envision myself in that position because that is a very real fear for me as like a yeah. short five foot three little gay brown boy. Like I, that is legitimately one of my fears and no, I can't bring so myself to watch that. No, that totally, right. I get that. I get that. I, Before we wrap up, I just kind of want to see what is it, what is it, or what like advice would you offer to our listeners of how it is they should celebrate Halloween this year. Are we trick-or-treating? Are we not trick-or-treating? What are you guys thinking? Like I said before, reality is the scariest thing right now. So what <laughs> we should do is we should engage in things that are not real. So watch some scary movies, y'all. Stay in. Be safe. Avoid large crowds. Don't be inside with a bunch of people. And really, really take care of yourself. On a serious note, things are getting worse as far as coronavirus is concerned. And really, the most important part is to keep yourself safe, the people that you love safe, and the people around you safe. So watch some scary movies, stay in, eat some candy, um, except for f fucking Butterfingers. Oh, I thought it was about to come from my dogs. We all done. Um, no, honestly, I second everything Daniel said. And just if you are going to go out, because, of course, people are going to go out. They've been going out since March 15th. Y'all are going to do it again on October 31st. I do think that for right now, right now, kids are going through it. I think this is a really rough time to be a child. Mm -hmm. And the last several months, having to do school online, not having a summer, basically, doing school online again. Mm -hmm. um, it's It's a tough time for children right now. So I do think that if there are measures that can be taken to offer even a type of safe environment for children to be able to celebrate Halloween in a non-traditional way, that those measures should be taken. Because as adults, we're taking measures every single day to be able to live our social lives in some normalcy and kind of get back to a different type of routine. So if people are like in a position where you're like, I need to be able to offer some kind of fun activity for my my children to do during Halloween. I think that that's something that's necessary. I think children deserve that. However, please be cautious. Please be safe. Or what you could do in order to avoid it all, just tell your kids about the kukui and then scare the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. My name is Dione. I'm from Palm Desert, California, and I vote for my 10-year-old girls for their future so they can be anything and everything they want to be and still have a clean planet to do it in. And that is why I vote. My name is Jordan Gardner, and I'm 19. And a few reasons why I'll be voting in the 2020 presidential elections are because my life literally depends on it. I'm a young African-American woman in America. I not only do what's right for me, but also for the people in my community as far as other women around me and other black people around me. And I feel like given everything going on in this 
very tense environment in the U.S. There's such a clear divide, and I just want to make sure that not only myself but other people, whether it be um, people who identify in the LGBTQ plus community, people who practice other religions than I do, I want to make sure that everyone has not only equal opportunity but equal protection as well. Alrighty, everybody, we are coming to a close, but before we leave, we are always going to hit you with category is, where we just roll off some hot topics from the week and talk some shit. Blake, what category are you walking? The category is, where's your stimulus check at? Listen, the queen of all queens, Beyonce, has officially announced that Ivy Park is releasing in a couple days. Now, your boy was a day late and several dollars short on the last release, but I'm ready this time. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I just want to know what the color palette is because that don't look good in orange, and so I. That's not that. That's well. That's not on you. That's look, the so I'm gonna let you know right now that this melanin pops with some orange, so we're doing it. Tati, what category are you walking for us? The category that I will be walking is keep my name out your mouth because Kanye West will not leave Amber Rose's name out his damn mouth at a presidential campaign. Still cannot believe that is the sentence that I'm saying. He called Amber Rose a prostitute. And I'm just like, leave Amber Rose alone. Like, she's off. She got two beautiful babies. She done been married twice already since she's been with your broke ass. Like, she's not broke. But with your dusty ass, leave her alone. I said I second all of that. Daniel, what category are you walk in? The category I'm walking is Pride and President. The Trump Pride train is continuing its terrible tour, this time with an appearance from Tiffany Trump. At the Saturday event in Tampa, the first daughter tried to convince attendees that her father supported the LGBTQ plus community. In doing so, however, she incorrectly spelled out the letters of the LGBTQ acronym. Who is Tiffany Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think Donald knows who she is. The sad thing is I feel like, because like Tati said, we don't know who she is, but like, nah, Tiffany is just as trifling as the rest of them. Blake, what category are you walking? Uh, The category is IG Versus. Now listen, the pandemic is not ending anytime soon, but IG Versus battle certainly does need to end because they've just announced that T.I. will be battling Jeezy. Now, Daniel, before I go any further, I did not say G-Easy. I said (laughs) Jeezy. We had two legends, Gladys and Patty. Ended on that note. Ended on the high note. Come on. Go out on top like Seinfeld. I don't know how easy it is. All right, move on. All right, so the category is, girl, what? Because an episode is released of Kim Kardashian on the David Letterman show on Netflix, uh, where she talks about her robbery. And she (laughs) says that, you know, thank God she was the one that went through it because she is, and I quote, very mentally strong and that would have fucked up all of your lives for the rest of your life in reference to her other sisters bitch what how shady is that like she didn't have to say all that the rest of our bitches couldn't handle what i went through i got robbed Y'all could never get robbed. Y'all could never. Ooh, she's starting to sip on that same juice as her husband now, huh? On some real. But honestly, save yourself some time and avoid the Kim Kardashian interview with David Letterman and get on top of the Lizzo interview with David Letterman. So much better. Daniel, what category are you walking? (laughs) All right, so the uh, category I'm walking is Dial M for Murder Hornet. Uh, For the first time in the United States, scientists have discovered a live nest of invasive Asian giant hornets, sometimes known as murder hornets. The invasive insects were first seen in the state in fall 2019, and their arrival set off alarm bells. 
uh, voracious predators that are particularly deadly to honeybees. Here's the thing. I'm not sure. If y'all live in SoCal, most of our listeners live in SoCal. Y'all so sick of these mosquitoes yet? I'm so sick of these goddamn mosquitoes. What we don't need. My feet are tore up right now. I was going to start an OnlyFans, but guess what? I can't do it right now. Hold up. Because, Dan, you said they're in Washington, the state. They're Washington Washington state. Personally, I just feel like someone gave them the wrong map. I think they meant to go to Washington, D.C. Yes. And if they just relocate, then I'm cool with that. I feel like the Patrick meme. It's like, we should take the murder hornets and And move them to Washington, (laughs) D.C. Oh my god. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Slate of Affairs. Please, please, if you have not already, vote. Our democracy is at stake. Black lives are at stake. Women's lives are at stake. LGBTQ plus lives are at stake. Please vote. My name is Tatiana. I'm Deloitte Gartner. And I'm Daniel Wasius. And this is an episode of Slate of Affairs. We'll see you next week. Woo!